welcome friends, benefactors, and crusty people to episode number 30. I just cracked my knuckle on air. That was stupid. Episode 38 of The Evil Thread. I can never do an opening without making it weird. It's okay. I just can't do it. By uh, by now, we expect it. Yeah, it's true. We know it's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, 38 episodes, uh, 12 away from 50. And I'm 16 years away from 50. Numbers guy. You will be soon. Very quickly, uh, just want to give a shout out. Uh, Happy birthday, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah. We just celebrated a birthday this past week. Yeah. Celebrated as, I, lo- I use the term loosely. Celebrated as in, in I cleaned up lots of uh, uh, excrement and <laughs> vile. Uh, Wait, who did? As a, as a oh, custodian. custodian. I'm bugging. Okay. You are. <laughs> is that lack of sleep? Um, dude. Is that 34? I had three beers yesterday. Oh, my God. How are you I was feeling? like, right? yo, I was out of control, bro. Were they? I was doing vandalism. I was running up the block naked. Pissing on cars. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. I'm crazy. I'm surprised you're even here. <laughs> I'd be in the hospital. They'd be pumping my stomach. <laughs> dude, no, it did. Uh, You know, three beers kind of did hit me, though. Yeah, no, it, uh, it hits me as well. I'm trying to watch Definitely Evil Dead. Does. That's probably why I fell asleep. I don't blame you, man. I think we both had a little uh, a little trouble watching this movie, not because of uh, its lack of greatness. Um, it's just because we like to wait until last minute to watch these movies. Oh, we love it. It's why not, right? It's our favorite uh, pastime. And Is that something you do every time? For the most part, yeah. When we first started filming, uh, excuse me, recording, I would watch the movies like a week in advance, but you forget the nuances by the time you start talking. Oh, about, oh yeah, for sure. You know, um, uh, I usually, honestly, I usually don't at the last minute. Well, I mean, last minute, I'm not talking the night before slash the morning of, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. which is what both of us ended up doing. Yeah. yeah. It's usually like, uh, maybe two days before. Okay. Kind of deal. I usually hit it on like Thursday. If yeah. we're going to record on Saturday, I'll try to do it Thursday. But if we record on Sunday, I try to do it Friday. Yeah. Give me like a day. In exactly. between, you know what I mean? To yeah, like process and stuff. Process some information. Yeah, man. Wikipedia. But, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, not for this one, but no. definitely for some other movies. Of course. Like Vampires vs. the Bronx. Stop it. Although the Wikipedia for that only says released in X month and X year. Directed by whatever his Who name is. Who gives a fuck? Oh, fuck. That's yeah. exactly what it says. I, I want to go. Bad, I want to go on Wikipedia and just edit that movie. We could change it. We could. We should do that after the show. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So you're you're still 33. I'm still 33. I'm young, and i I feel like uh, I feel like a 18 th- year old right now with two kids. I don't so know how that works. Feel out. like a 19 year old in August. I'll feel like a 19 year old in August. That's yes. pretty good. Yeah. How about yourself? I mean, uh, I mean, due to the way I treated my body in the past, I think that gives me like a plus three or four year age differential. So I'm like a 24 year old now. Yeah. Oh, you're like a oh like a 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus three or four. Oh, so I mean 23. 20. Yeah, that's four. 19. Oh, I was saying from 19. Oh, from 19. I thought you meant yeah, from 34. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. we're in trouble. From here. 19. <laughs> I'm not good at math, but uh, I I know what 19 plus four is. Yeah, it's 27. So. Of course. <laughs> easy, easy work. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's the same shit, dude. From 33 to 34, changes nothing. Literally changes nothing. Yeah. Like, it, it really, 
numbers in terms of age don't really matter, you know, after you hit 21. And then before you hit, when do you get social security? 62, uh, I think. Oh, 62. 65? 65, 68. I don't know. Something One of those like that. Yeah. Early... Yeah, but it'll probably be gone by the time we get there. So yeah, you're right. Man, I don't know. God damn not. it, man. What is going This is, this is a morbid discussion we're having right now. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's, I was, uh... I was waiting for you to follow up with, it's okay. I won't be alive by then. Oh no, I'm not going to say that, okay. but I will say these are the kind of thoughts I have every day. About social security or just like financing? About social security. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not going to have it. I'm paying into it and I won't have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be fucked up. Hopefully we do. I don't know. I have a couple of things lined up, so I'm not too worried, you know? Mm-hmm. What, like, um, like you're, you're gonna you, got like a, you got a corner or something you're working? A corner? Oh, yeah. no. Uh, no, I'm saying I have retirement accounts. Okay. Multiple Smart. retirement accounts. Smart yeah. move. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do the same. So that, I guess that's that's something you focus on when you're 34, okay? For any of our uh, youngins out there. Huh. I, I mean, if you're smart. Investing. You will. Early. If you're stupid, you won't. That's right. Yeah. Invest yeah. in your retirement, just like you invest in your health. And uh, what else do you invest in? Corn chips. Corn chip? Yeah. Corn chips. I could see you being a corn chip guy. Uh, I can't speak to that. I like corn chips, but I don't I know. know if I'm a corn chips guy. Because mm-hmm. to be a corn chips guy would be like you'd have you gotta have like constant right. supply. Like you could pull into the, your back pocket oh, yeah. and just pop one. Right, in. like there should be a bag in there right now. Right, and there's not. There isn't. All right, yeah. so then you're not a corn chip guy. You're just a guy that likes corn chips. I don't know if I'm an any guy. I don't yeah. know what kind of guy I am. Like, I don't know you're when it comes guy. to food. I'm a cereal guy, I guess. That's You're a cereal it. killer guy? Yeah, yeah. What exactly. type of cereal do you kill? Oh. I mean, the list is pretty long. I'll give you the quick and dirty. Uh, yeah, Waffle Crisp, oh Captain my. Crunch, Oof. both of which I haven't had in, it feels like years, yeah. honestly. Um, the best. Eh, it depends on who you ask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I really like um, Sunrise Yum Yum's uh, Yoga in Shape. Lumberjack Eye cereal? You heard of that one before? You just, you just fucking made that up, didn't you? <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Because I just thought of things that may or may not have to do with you. Like, I don't think you do yoga, I'm pretty sure. Or do you? I do stretching. Oh, okay. But it's not like I'm, but it's like, not like, you're not I'm not doing sun or... salutations. and. Okay. Yeah, I was just, like I said, I was just thinking of random stuff. Yeah, all worked. Yeah. Or you could go with, uh... <laughs> I was about to make up another one. Um, you can you're go. Looking, you're looking at household objects. You can go with a uh, elliptical creatine special. <laughs> it's a limited time only. Microwave hose uh, <laughs> saucepan. Oh, that sounds it's nasty. A, that sounds <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Yo, dude, do you remember? This is fucking gross, man. You did you used to drink out of the like hose when you were a kid? Oh, of course. It's fucking. Gross. Everybody did. Isn't that crazy to think about? It's bad, right? Yeah. Like, to do that? Well, for, like, first off, the hose itself, and then probably Filthy. the fucking water we were drinking was just disgusting. But I remember yeah. just fucking guzzling down water when I was a kid. Do you guys too. have a filter here? Like a Brita, We do, yeah. A we have, a, uh, we have like, a reverse osmosis or whatever. It came with the house. Yeah, the guy put it on before us. I don't even know what that is. It's just, like, a, like a super fancy filtration system that hooks oh. up to the... Uh, okay. uh, lines underneath the sink 
Okay, so that's a good selling point if you ever decide to sell along with the elliptical. For sure. Like, hey, we got this elliptical. <laughs> you want this- it? <laughs> Dude, I can't get this Is thing. Is Billy going to use it? No, I just I can't give it away. No one, no one wants it. You're gonna have it. to just throw it out, man. I'm about, I'm about to do a bulk pickup. You have no choice. I know. The thing is, I just didn't want to have to carry it up the stairs because it's like a thousand pounds. Yikes! Yeah. Good thing I won't be here for that, man. Eh, we'll see. How many guys do you need? Ten minimum. Fuck! It looks heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. You can't unscrew. You can unscrew. No, I could it. probably take some of it apart, and I might if no one's gonna take it, and I'm giving it away as like bulk pickup. I'm gonna disassemble Honestly, it. You should be able to take the whole thing apart. No, I think so. It's just a lot of work. Okay, but, uh, I love how this is gonna be a conversation topic on every episode now, I, until, until it's, it's gone. gone. I know it's, but it's slowly. Do you like how it's just slowly in getting and closer, getting to closer, and evading our space? Like it's soon, it's gonna be sitting on top of the table. It's creepy. And man. then the next time we record, I'm gonna be on it while we're recording. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, at least it'll be relatively quiet, I think. Yeah, that's really a, interfere with another recording. selling point. It's pretty quiet. Um, Yeah, all right. So enough elliptical talk. Mm-hmm. What have you watched? Probably nothing, if I had to guess. Mm, probably nothing. Thanks, Steve. Well, yeah. guess what? You're right. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, you're wrong. I watched... Oh, okay. I did watch one movie. I watched... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the, one movie. In the three weeks that we've uh, <laughs> been away. That's great. Uh, so Evil Dead. Or you mean in addition to? Oh, in addition to The Evil okay. Dead. Uh, I watched Scream 6. Nice. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. It's streaming on, fuck, what's the stream? Paramount Plus? Really? Yeah. Okay. I should probably uh, check it out. Yeah. I, I think it was it was decent, you know? Decent. Like the, the fifth one was good. So I was like, let me check out the sixth one. Um, Carrie might be gone tonight, so... Might be prime time. Yeah, honestly, it's it's entertaining. I think they've found like a clever way around making a bad movie good, oh, <laughs> which really? is like okay. to make fun of itself. Meaning that like this movie, it did have like a decent amount of plot holes in it, but it didn't really matter because you're in the realm of like scream. I get you. Yeah, get so you. you can like you can get away with that stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, good kills. Um, and the story was good enough to keep me entertained. All right, sweet. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those franchises, yet again, uh, really consistent, man. Just uh, mm-hmm. It's hard to shake your head at it when, even if even if they get silly, like you're saying. Yeah. but It's like, okay, it's Scream. I can live with that. Exactly. You know what I'm like, that's kind of how I feel. And, and, they're, and they know, that the thing is, they know that they're being silly about it. You know, they're poking fun of, at itself, like the same way the Cabin in the Woods does. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was good, but um, Damn, that was so. It. That means yes. You still haven't seen. I still ha- I ain't. Oh, you you can do this on air, huh? Yeah, I am. You can do this. I have to over, ask. I have to ask. Man. Over the sound waves, you're just yep. gonna put me That's out right. like that. That's right, bro. Put me on blast. Well, listen, it's not a it's not a blast thing. You have plenty of time to see it though, because if we're gonna do this Evil Dead run, like we said we were. Which I do want to do. That'll be on the list. Yep. Yeah. And by that time, it'll be on VOD. I probably. will plan on... It's already on VOD. Oh, okay. But it's better. just $20 to rent. You're probably going to... Yep. I looked what? at it. I, I've been keeping an eye on it. Dude, what about that website I sent you? Oh. Let me... I will I'll check... send it to you again? Oh. No. Like nighttime? I, no, because that's how I watched this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just watch it on there. I should check it's and find be, out. 
1080p probably. Will probably. it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm stupid. Why didn't I just do that? I don't know. I don't know why I, I did know. that either. But you could watch it twice probably. That's, That's true. The good news. I'll tell you uh, one movie I yeah. do want to see, uh, which actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think this is how you pronounce it. Sisu? Oh, dude. Is that how it's pronounced? Uh, I think so. Sisu? It's from the creators of uh, John Wick, right? That one? It's like the World oh, War yes. II yeah. era guy, and he's like killing He's all killing that. Nazis? Pretty dope. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm into it. It I'm looks entertaining. It. I, I'll I'll try and check that out if it becomes available. Yeah. Or if it uh, will. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Or so. website that shall not be named is uh, damn straight currently streaming it. It's been in hundreds of text threads, but never spoken it's over been... <laughs> live air. That's true. I that's send how it to it, mad people. Bro. That's how it stays um, uh, a secret. A secret yeah. and uh, privileged information. True, 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 yeah. and and not not exposed, which is a good thing because right. we don't want it exposed. I wish they chose a different name though, like rather than what they have, like make it something super, uh, like just not anything, like make it like ellipticalemporium.com. Nobody's ever. Oh yeah, that. I know. Like, why is there? There shouldn't be anything that that can relate it to In film. Exactly. Right. Um, I saw one movie. Oh. Fast Nine. Shut up. I swear to God. Did you? Why? Not really. Are, it was on the TV yesterday. What uh, TV? For shits and giggles at my house. Because somebody just, I don't know, we were talking and then. Are you prepping for Fast 10? Oh, God. No, man. I'm not into that. I'm like watching it. I'm just making fun of it the whole time. It's ridiculous, bro. Fast ridiculous. 10, your seatbelt? Oh. Dude, honestly, man. I don't know how many of the movies you've seen. I'm sure you saw the original. Or something? Of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. 2001's Fast, Fast and the Furious. Who hasn't? Of course. Right. Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. I may go on and on about that one. <laughs> Dude, no. Like, I don't know. The further you get away from the first one, the more ridiculous it is. Like, things that just can't happen. Again, I feel like within that franchise, they can get away with things kinda, like that. Okay. Like cars flying through the air. And, yeah, I see what yeah. you're saying. Well, to me, it's less okay for that than screen. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, like, when I was watching Nine, like, some of this stuff, I'm like... Like, some you, of that shit physically cannot exactly, happen Exactly. In That's reality. what I'm saying. Yeah. Which, like, it bothers me, man. But, uh, like, if you got to use CGI to the level that they did in Nine, don't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's a bigger hit in other countries, which is why they Japan, continue. Yeah. Which is huge. I'm, I'm pretty sure Japan is probably, like, the biggest fan base. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here, too. I feel like it's decently big here. It is. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Yeah. Who doesn't love uh, Vin Diesel? Right? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel and Cars. Who would have thought? Oh, they dude. go together so well. He's just a much better group. Guardians so much of the better Galaxy. Group. Yeah, and that guy from Saving Private Ryan. The guy from Saving Private Ryan. Did you know he was in that? In what? Guardians? Saving Private Ryan. Oh, in Guardians, you talking about? Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan. He, I don't remember. Yep. He was. Mm-hmm. He was it's one been of, years. Got to go back and check that one out. That's I a should. good one. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. The opening scene is brutal. I believe you. Brutal. Um, but you know me, man. I don't make a habit of rewatching movies. I'm the same. Unless absolutely necessary. Even my favorites, I still don't. I never watch Alien. Oh, Ever. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the same. I want to, but mm-hmm. I just won't. I know. There's just too much other shit I have to do, man. That's one of the reasons why I kind of miss um, uh. cable. Yeah. Because if it's just on and it's halfway through the movie, fuck it. Why not? 
Absolutely. I can put it on the background. Why not? But to like have to quote unquote commit to the movie, (laughs) like in its entirety, it's like, it's so stupid, but it, I feel like it's so true. No, I get what you mean. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's like, yeah, I I mean, I apply that to everything. Like I don't, I'm never going to rewatch Breaking Bad. I, and Barb keeps asking me. I'm never, never going to do it. I don't think. I mean, I'd like to mm-hmm. more than I would Alien, but I yeah. just, I don't know if I will. You know, like um, the only medium I would ever consider doing that with is video games. And I've done it before. I've replayed stuff. Really? Um, See, that I don't think I could ever do. Well, I can't even play one, it first. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> well, play it the first time. it's different because you can do it in like blocks. Mm-hmm. 30 minute, 45 True. minute, 10 minute block. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's not always the same outcome, right? Like you can go different ways or it depends you, on the game bro. yeah true true you know if you're replaying a super nintendo game there's not much places to go <laughs> it's a very linear you path. can only go right yeah <laughs> you know right um yeah but that's that's my take on it man so okay. uh what do you think you want to get into a little bit of i mean background for people who are listening who have seen this movie they probably know a bunch of the stuff we're gonna say but that's we're okay we're saying it anyway yeah. just in case um yeah we we should jump in yeah that's cool all right well uh Today we are reviewing one of the most, if not possibly the most popular, like, quote-unquote cult film of all time, um, that being The Evil Dead. And I say cult with quotes because okay. it's kind of hard to call it a cult film. Maybe a cult film, but when the fran- when it is now a franchise with three sequels a remake and uh, a three season TV show, uh, right? Yeah, it's kind of hard to call it call a it a cult film. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, is it four sequels or? I said three, didn't I? Or is it? Did I get that wrong? E- Evil Dead Two, yeah, Army of Darkness, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Twenty Thirteen. Wasn't that technically like our? Oh well, I just oh, I'm sorry. I thought you really? meant just like related to the. Oh okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay, okay. No, in that case, you're right. You're okay. Right. Um, because it's not like the same continuity. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I would probably say that, like, regardless of whether or not it's considered like a cult film, it's still an extremely influential film in terms of like the horror genre, but uh, also just kind of the film industry and. In general yeah wouldn't you say yeah i mean you're talking very early 80s the year after friday the 13th mm-hmm. and i don't know at that point you had uh, in the previous decade really like the 70s is when horror really started like taking off taking off like with iconic stuff like psycho like, yeah sure you could count that but after that there's not like in terms of American film, there's not like a whole lot until Texas. I feel like Texas, the uh, or am I thinking Exorcist came out first before Texas? Well, you, one of those two. Yeah, like yeah. that area, seventy two, seventy three, that shit. Yep. Um, yeah, so it was still kind of like a uh, a blank canvas in a sort of sort of way, and uh, Rami was kind of just you know taking his little corner. Coming out with this movie because like there was not like nothing else that had came out prior to it. The closest thing would have been The Exorcist, right. and that's like not the same kind of movie. At yeah, all. yeah, and he did, and you can obviously tell that he drew inspiration from movies you were just saying earlier, like The Exorcist, 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I don't know about the Hills Have Eyes. I know there's like a reference. The poster. Yeah, 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 the poster in there. Uh, but it's hard to say if there's really any similarities between the two. The Exorcist, for sure, and the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, maybe the Hills Have Eyes thing was maybe more just a fanboy thing. Like, he was into the movie. I, I feel like, you know. And maybe it more like, yeah, yeah, true, true. Taking place in a more, like, desolate area kind of maybe the right. setting semi yeah, could yeah. have been like that could be the that's like the only similarity yeah you could draw it is that rain yeah wow it must that be raining pretty loud. hard all right now that we got that rain situation figured out um talking more about the evil dead um as we were saying earlier this movie was extremely influential for like the horror genre in that it um was really the main driving force between popularizing the lost in the woods subgenre which is like inspired movies um like the blair witch project cabin in the woods uh not so much dead alive but evil dead did yeah. inspire that that movie that style yeah right cabin fever and so much more um cabin in the woods cabin in, i did say cabin in the woods oh okay yep but that's okay i got distracted by the rain we can repeat it's such a good <laughs> sounded like someone was taking a shower i was like what the hell's going on i know wait we reviewed cabin in the woods right we did okay cool yeah. just checking yes actually i think that was one of our most played episodes really if I'm not mistaken so okay anyone that hasn't heard it go back and listen people Boom. love cabins they do love cabins and we also reviewed a, a sam raimi film too um uh, drag me to hell drag right? me to hell yeah, yeah. Um, just very quickly the synopsis of this plot for anyone who may not have seen the evil dead which would be fucking ludicrous this story revolves around a guy by the name of ash williams aka bruce campbell who goes on a camping trip with a group of friends to a remote cabin only to stumble upon a book and an audio tape that when played releases flesh-possessing demons. Um, before we talk about any of the movie plot, I kind of want to backtrack and just discuss a little more about the movie's influences and some of the backstory behind its making because this movie wasn't really supposed to happen. Yeah, There were a lot of obstacles in the way that could have prevented it from getting made. Um but luckily, we had our magical duo, the director, Sam Raimi, and our actor who played Ash Williams, Bruce Campbell, um, working behind the camera and behind the scenes to get this thing made. And honestly, man, with the exception of Brett and Steve, I can't really think of a better duo. Oh, God, come on. Starsky and Hutch? Yeah, I guess, yeah, they'd have to be up there. Bert and uh, Ernie? Batman and Robin? Probably. Batman and Robin. That's a, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, way older than Evil Dead. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, yeah, you're talking. It's a shame that they couldn't make more before uh, Bruce Campbell kind of semi-stepped away. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it sucks. But, yeah, the, the filming conditions for this movie were just brutal. And their commitment to getting this movie made was unmatched. And just a couple uh, things that I read about how grueling it was filming this movie. 
I read one comment that said that during filming of this movie, the crew members, there were 13 in total, slept in a cabin nearby. And oftentimes there'd be several people sleeping in one room. And apparently it got so cold during filming because this movie was filmed in Tennessee. So they were going to try and film it in Michigan, but they're like, let's go south a little more. It'll be less cold, obviously, as opposed to a Michigan winter. And it ended up being one of the coldest winters on record in in Tennessee. Tennessee. That's fucked Um, up. So because of that, when they were done using the props from the film, they were burning the furniture and stuff to keep warm. Wow. Which is insane. Uh, Not only that, but there was no plumbing in the cabin, so the crew would often go days without showering. Oh, my God. Plus, coupled with um, 12-hour-long shooting days, it's just a mess. That's rough. James Cameron could never. No. (laughs) Never, like, never what? Go 12 hours? Never do that. No. He couldn't do that. No. Go to Tennessee like that and not have a... Like running water? Of course He's such not. a fucking prima donna. Yeah. I'm just... I, He's um, filming from his hot tub, directing from his hot exactly, tub. Exactly, <laughs> bro. He's just one of the... I'm just going to have to bring him up on occasion. That's fine. Anytime, any chance I get to call him out on That's stupid fine, shit. man. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah. just considering these conditions and considering the fact that when Bruce Campbell wasn't working, uh, or filming, excuse me, he would help set up props, um, and considering that when production ran out of money to convert the film from... 16 millimeter to 35 millimeter, which was necessary in order to get a theatrical release. Uh, Bruce Campbell secured a loan against his family's property, obviously with his father's approval. Um, So it's really no surprise that these two two, uh, still remain friends to this day. Oh, wow. And it's probably one of the main reasons why I like Bruce Campbell is often in a lot of the cameos that Sam Raimi's uh, directing. Yeah. Cause it's kind of it, it is crazy. Cause I had seen Army of Darkness way back, and yeah, we know who Bruce Campbell is, but he's not like a big. He's not. I would consider him an A-list celebrity, but he's not like a leading star. Right. I think we would consider him A-list, but I don't know the general public. Right. Would, so, right. Right. So it was weird seeing him in those movies like Spider Man and like a lot of like the very high production. Yeah. Um. Uh, and high budget movies, and now we know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but th- it's dedication, man. Like, dude, I didn't even know that. I mean, the fact that he was willing to do that, man, and that his dad, moreover, like, let him do that. That's like, yeah. Shocking. So they had they had to film it in sixteen millimeter. You saying they had a no choice? I guess so. And th- yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I didn't. I didn't get too too far into that. That's interesting. But, yeah, man, a lot of a lot was riding on the success of this movie, and it had. I think, Raimi was kind of caught in a predicament where this was his directorial debut, and they did everything they could to get money, which also included getting money from investors. Wow, man! So, so his that pressure is on. The pressure's on, in his opinion, if he couldn't get this movie made, and if he couldn't make money on the movie, well, then good luck trying to get any money for future films. So, dedication is an understatement to, you know, what they put in to get this movie made. Yeah. 
Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, I mean, it, you could just tell looking at the movie um, that it's like it was that kind of uh, grueling experience getting it made. Like, you could tell it wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? Just because, yeah. like, uh, like, if you look at like a movie like The Exorcist, which was much earlier, right? Like, couple, seven, six, how many years earlier? Whatever. About that. Uh, yeah, like, that obviously has incredibly high production value. Like, yeah. that studio was like, okay, here we go. Like, this is what we're doing. Yep. Uh, yeah, and honestly, as far as horror, you really couldn't say that for a lot of movies like alien sure but friday the 13th texas chainsaw massacre those are like way smaller like production value you know what i'm saying which is one of the reasons why Raimi wanted to film horror because at the time the early 80s if you wanted to film something like a comedy film you needed a a big name someone like steve martin or john candy yeah those movies like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which were filmed on what looked like a low budget. And even if they weren't filmed on a low budget, they made it look like grittier. Yeah. Um, so he knew that he could get away with a no-name leading star and a low budget and still make it look pretty damn pretty good. Damn good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I assume that at the time, studios like 20th Century Fox and all this other shit, they were not like in a rush to drop money on horror. You know what I'm I, saying? Like, I would agree on they that. They were probably not. Like Exorcist was an exception for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't really see start seeing like super, and Alien, you don't really start seeing super, super high production value until like maybe the mid 80s. I, think. I would say. Like that's when it really started happening. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that Alien may have been kind of the one of the driving forces behind right. that. I mean, even even though it probably took a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because they're not all going to warm up at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh. Yes. And Nightmare on Elm Street, too. That's another one. Nightmare on like, Elm I mean, Street. Yeah, I, I would consider that as having decently high. Production. Even so, I'm curious when we say high budget, how that is relative to, say, like a a comedy or you know like because if you can hire no-name actors and most of the budget goes towards practical effects and editing stuff like that yeah that the whole cost of making the movie could be like the cost it would be to hire like i said john candy for a comedy you know what i mean right right um yeah i don't know there's this hints here and there like all that blood in uh, nightmare on elm street that i'm sure it wasn't cheap but they had no one in the movie. I, from what I can recall, there was like nobody of note. Am I bugging? Is Johnny Depp in the first one or the he second? He is, but he, he was a He nobody, was still a no-name. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. Nah, yeah, nobody. I, I'm fucking famous. I can say that about Johnny Depp. Of course, man. Why would I say that? He's a nobody. Well, he was you a know nobody. You what I'm saying. Right, Absolutely. At the time, he at was the time. a nobody. Right, and uh, Heather Lagenkamp, like nobody knows who that is. I still don't know who that Robert, is. <laughs> Robert England, like... I. I don't know that he made a movie before that. I have no idea. Couldn't I tell you. I don't think so. Right. So that's what I mean. Like, um, there's there's definitely more money for like effects. Like, uh, when you could do that. Like, an Evil Dead's effects, I think, are another example of that. Like, I think they're for 1981. They're pretty fucking good. They hold up very well. Yeah. Dude. Uh, I think some of the 
some of the film is a little outdated, like the music and yeah, or, or the score and, and just some shots seem a little outdated. Um, but the practical effects, man, hold up so well. Oh, dude. And they absolutely. had so little to work with, which makes them even more impressive. Yeah. Um, I will say this, speaking on the practical effects, uh, what did you think about, like, I mean, this is getting a little ahead, but we can, no, can no, let's pivot back, let's right? But the first Deadite, right, that we see, uh, like, you notice, like, when she's holding the pencil, like, you can see part of the actor's thumb. I didn't catch that. Right. Okay. But I think... Maybe that's like a money thing or like the material wasn't like whatever, but I think it works because to me, it's almost like that's like the dead eyes, like, uh, like the skin is like an extra layer of skin on top of the regular person. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, even I, though it doesn't look right, it still works. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of parts in this movie where it seems like budget was an issue Mm -hmm. so they had to work around it but it ended up working out in their favor that's what i mean maybe they ran out of money for that thumb piece exactly money to make it Uh, another instance is where in one shot the people possessed look like their faces are deformed and then in the next uh scene right after that they're back to normal. Yeah. I think that had to do, I'm guessing with budget and probably like scheduling. Right. Because they got to, if they're shooting different scenes, they got to take off the makeup, put it on again. Right. Like, like with, um, Oh my God. Linda, right. That's Ash's yes. girlfriend, right? Yeah. Linda. That, that's who I was. That's thinking. who you were thinking of. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because during pretty much that whole time, she has no wear on her physical face like right it's just make it's just like uh she looks like she's going out to dinner that's what the yeah. makeup looks like you yes. know what i'm saying like but that's why i think it's it's like they were um they were limited to their budget but it it worked out in their favor like absolutely. you were saying because like it 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 played into the movie that like these these demons can trick you. Yeah. That they can like oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. transform back and forth and be like, oh, hey, just kidding. It's me. Like, trust yeah. me again. And then they so got like, lucky with that in that case, man. And a lot of that had to do, I, I would say, with the editing, just knowing that you could edit that in. Yeah. And you notice too, when Cheryl's trying to trick him, they don't show her. It's only the voice. Right. Because that might have been during a time where they were like, okay, we used a lot of money on the makeup for her already. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Just talking about like the the effects. For the most part, the techniques weren't really uh, groundbreaking. You know, Raimi used pounds of makeup to transform his stars into like these creatures. He used wires for inanimate objects and uh, disembodied limbs. Um. <clears throat> he used. He made shots. He shot some things in reverse, aka the the tree scene. <laughs> it's funny because I was trying to figure out what we were gonna call that scene. That's exactly the tree scene. The tree sounds scene, perfect. Sounds well. Oh, we'll he s- shot that in reverse. You said shot that in reverse to get the the effect, which it worked is, out pretty good. Yeah, I think pretty good. But that, like we said, most of his credit doesn't really go. I, yes, the practical effects are awesome and great. They're not unique necessarily. Um, 
but his commitment is like really what we're here to like talk about and the editing and uh the way that he moves the camera oh throughout the the film it's like he we've talked about this before and drag me to hell he's created like a a very particular style it's like it's a Raimi style like there's no confusing it with anyone else's like he yeah that's where that the camera work is what makes this movie extremely unique dude uh honestly this speaking on that there's always one scene in this movie i always think about no matter how long it's been since i've seen it it's when they're first pulling up to the cabin and the camera's like directly behind the car that's like not even anything crazy but to me it just like I don't know. It's just one of the first things I think of. It's it's like a very um, iconic shot, I think. Is it low to the ground? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yes. one. Yeah. Um, did you see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Did not. Bro. I know. Directed by Sam Raimi. I, I know. I'm Even a, if you're not a big Marvel guy. I am a big Marvel guy. That's the thing. You gotta, you gotta check it out. And it's probably on Disney now. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you're gonna... I think you dig it, for sure. <sighs> Gotta get in. Honestly, not for nothing. We might be able to... At the end of this whole Evil Dead thing, because that that's basically a horror movie. Yeah, essentially. Wow. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, that's my opinion. That's all. I've heard we that can, from uh, talk about it. Other people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Sam Raimi, so makes sense, right? But uh, <clears throat> let me ask you a question. Um, and I might be wrong, but is maybe my memory is not serving me correctly? Has it always been the case that, um. That the Kandarian demons are able to fuck with people before the book is read? Or no? Yes. Yes. And the reason why I say that is because when they're first listening to the audio tape, whoever the guy is makes a comment about that. What does he say? He says that whatever it was, I brought these back and now they are in the woods. Um, oh, like he let them loose, kind of. Like they're loose, able right. to mess around within the woods, but they can't inhabit a person's body until it's read. Whatever, yeah the okay. the Book of the Dead, whatever the Necronomicon. Well, yes, the Necronomicon yeah. is read, and yeah i mean that's it okay. pretty much because yeah because i was trying to remember because uh, i thought in evil dead like 2013 i don't know i thought like nothing happened really until he read from the book but i could be wrong i would have to go back and check yeah i don't, I don't know, really uh, remember from the from the beginning of the movie uh you know scotty scotty is scotty. driving what a douchebag driving the car and the steering wheel is jerked out of his hand by the Kandarian demons. Right, there's a lot that happens. Like the, when, is it Cheryl who is drawing? Oh yeah, she draws the book. Yeah, she ends up drawing the book. Um, A lot of windows are like, you know, pushed open. Yeah, the cellar door. The cellar door busts open. And even the um, the shot with the camera work, like the the fast-moving camera through the woods, obviously. Like they're obviously around. They're around, they just can't. Which means, I mean, if they could manipulate the environment do you think they could have like inflicted harm or is it just like they could technically i think yeah. wouldn't you think that yeah, yeah. i mean regardless like, of what unless they unless they couldn't but they were able to lead our characters 
to, to this. the book and the what book. they wanted them to eventually do. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, like, I don't know, like, if there's, like, a fire poker, I don't know that they could pick it up before the book is read or anything because they have no, you know what I'm saying, but they could bump into shit kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's how I look at it. Um, I will say this, though. The beginning of the movie, I think Rami uh, did, like, a pretty great job, like, juxtaposition with uh, Linda singing, right? Like, oh, everybody's, okay, it's all good. And then, like, right away, there's, like, imminent danger, like, right there. Like, yes. from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he uh, he set that up really good, man. Yeah, for, they don't... Oh, yeah, sorry. For a group of, for a group of teenagers or young adults who were going to end up reading a book that was going to release some not-so-nice stuff. Mess them up. Yeah, he wastes no time really jumping into, like, the whole uh, plot of the story. I mean, it's probably because of budgeting oh oh definitely bro <laughs> 85 minutes is not long no it's really not, not at all and then you can hear um like cheryl like they targeted her like immediately like you said she was drawing the book and then you can hear at the dinner table i don't know if you remember there's somebody saying dead bodies in the cellar there's like whispering dead bodies in the cellar yeah 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 and they're like join us yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Man. That is pretty creepy. Pretty, pretty creepy. Um one thing I wanted to talk about was yeah. how Ash is the unlikely hero. And I think that's what makes him so great and so iconic. Oh, absolutely. Cause if you think about it, in the beginning of the movie, Ash is kind of a side character. Oh, I thought Scott. Scott is the one who you would think is going to be the hero, right? And and he kind of is. He's the first one that goes down in the cellar to investigate. Yeah. Um, he's the one who pushes Cheryl down the cellar and temporarily saves them. It's Scott who fights off uh, Linda or Shelly or I forget who it was when they beat Shelly. Shelly, when she becomes possessed. Ash only becomes the hero after Scott is killed. Killed, yeah, severely injured. Oh, and doesn't bastard, man. really have a choice yet, but it it's so great and it only adds to Ash's character because he is essentially the anti-hero too. I mean, he becomes more like I love to see his progression throughout the movies and how he changes from like this very like lazy, laid back, cowardly guy yeah. into like the like hero that he ends up becoming. Dude, um I got to say, man, major, major, major props before I have a thought about Ash. Major props to Scott because he was like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. I don't really care what happens to her. Oh, I was like, yo, this guy's a fucking gangster, bro. Doesn't give gangster. a shit. I was like, yo. Um, All no, for one, no. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Dude, uh, and I think Ash, like his, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's progressive, like, his changing into, like, this hero figure. But I think a particular moment, if I'm not mistaken, he's in the basement. He's, like, trying to get the shells loaded, right? And he, like, clicks it closed, and then he, like, looks straight ahead. I feel like that's when he was like, okay, I'm in the fucking zone. Like, he needed to... That's right. You know what I mean? I thought that was amazing, man. Was that right before the blood fell on the camera? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, that was kind of his moment of uh, transformation, I guess, in my opinion, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I don't know. Getting brave enough to fucking chop some of your friends' heads off and shit—that's that's rough. 
Unless you're Scott. Unless you're Scott and you yeah. just want to get out of there. Mm. <laughs> but, um, I mean, Scott kind of deserved that. He was, he was kind of a douchebag. Well, that, yeah. Well, that's what I love about this movie, man. It's, it's so, it's so well balanced, meaning that it, and this happens more in Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, but there is some here where it can poke fun at itself without, without ever becoming like corny mm-hmm. or cheesy. Like Bruce Campbell's character, he's, he's dim-witted, but not to the point where it becomes like too comedic. Yeah. And when there are moments of comedy, they're usually accompanied by moments of like desperation and isolation, which I really like. So like, although Ash isn't trying to be funny and he's not trying to say something silly, he's not like waiting for the audience to be like, or laugh like into the, oh, yeah, the yeah, camera. Right, right. It's just like, he's in a really shitty situation and this is how he's trying to cope with it. It's yeah. like, or not cope with it by semi losing his mind. Do you know if, uh, like, did was there any improvisation at all, like on Campbell's part? Did you happen to see that in your research? I'm pretty sure there was it a lot. Have been, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm pretty sure there was a lot, and and maybe not so much in his, um, what he says in the movie, but probably facial expressions. Yeah, and, I'm guessing one-liners too. Yeah, absolutely. Which happened obviously more in the second film. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, I don't know. That that whole part where uh Campbell realizes um Campbell Ash realizes he's like alone essentially and he's like running through the house, he's like the door, the back door. Or something. he says he's like whispering to like he's fucking going nuts. And yeah. I believe it. Like watching yep. Bruce Campbell like act in that scene, bro. And um I, I mean, I don't know if this was purposeful for budgeting. But I got to give props, man. Like, I like the fact that Linda's deadite, she, like, she's just sitting there, like, laughing. Like, that's cool that they had each deadite act, like, totally differently. Like, Shelly was the most aggressive. And uh, Cheryl was just like, oh, this is amazing entertainment. Like, I love this. Watching them fucking try to kill this person. It just makes the whole dope. environment more chaotic. Yep. Yep. Um... And the use of the camera work only added to that effect as well. Just making everything around Ash seem just, like we said, more chaotic and all over the place. And the laughing is just like, once again, it's like she's sitting there like just giggling. And it's it may seem funny if you've never seen it and we're describing it, but it's actually extremely unsettling. Yes. Like the whole combining like... It's grim, but it's also, ah, it's like weird. It's hard to pin it down exactly. No, I know what you're saying. You know? You know, honestly, man, I think they used Scott in the way that, like, you think, okay, he's very easily adjusting to this whole situation. He's going to kill this person. He's going to kill that person. It's all good. And then they kind of, like, have Ash, like, hesitate at every turn, at least at first. Uh, I think it's almost to like, like along with the laughing that Linda's doing, like it's almost like meant to like, uh, it's, it's fucking, I, it scared me, man. Like kind of, even though I've seen this movie many times, I'm like, oh, that's terrifying. Cause like we're in control of the situation at one minute with Scott and the next minute 
we have no control over the situation. Right. Like, we are totally at the throes of somebody who's a coward, essentially. Right. It's how right. you're uh, portraying him at first. True. Scott was the one who was controlling the situation. Yeah, yeah. Once he becomes injured, it's like there was that shot where Ash pulls Scott in yeah, to the yeah. room and for a second the hallway's blocked and when the hallway clears, Cheryl's just sitting there like Yo. giggling and it's just like, oh okay, my God. shit is starting to go down south and... And yeah, you could tell too, like Ash, he doesn't want to like uh, believe it. He's like, oh my God, I have to I have to act because he's like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to go home, right? He's like giving him water. Like, dude, he's dying. <laughs> he's dying. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was really effective, man. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. Rami could have very easily written it where Scott would just continue being the hero. Right. And that's it. And that's it. And then we'd have no... Ash would have just been a side character who got killed. Right, which, thank God, they didn't go the other route, you know? Or he could have had Ash from the beginning be there, which would have been stupid, yeah. I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Rami pretty much made the right decision at every turn, man, with this movie. That's how I feel, at least. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah and uh dude I, I mean this there's not much bad like what you said earlier like certain stuff is like dated you're referring to like effects you feel like or not effects i think the effects hold up very well i would say the only Agreed. thing that seems a little dated would be the score of the movie okay like that it's kind of stripped down Kind of basic, bit. yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I can get, I can, I can get behind that. I think. Like some of the things or some of the um, events that happen in the movie probably could have happened without that. Like, da-na-na. right. Like it, I see almost just saying. keeping it quiet would have been better. Would've and been there, better. and there are moments where everything is quiet and it almost makes it more unsettling. Yeah. Like there's that part where all of the deadites go missing. And it's just Ash, like, oh. kind of by himself. Right. And, you and they had music, right? During that part, you're saying? No, it was quiet. It was quiet. Oh, no, no dude. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. It was quiet. Perfect. And it just added to, like, that, that tense feeling of, like, okay, he is now alone. Because, like, you want to know how he's feeling. You want to be in his situation. Right, man. And having, you're in the woods, there shouldn't be any sound. Like, it's right. you want to be fully enveloped into what's happening. And uh, I, that, those were probably my favorite parts where there weren't any music because it just, like I said, once again, the music was a little outdated. Okay. Uh, yeah, because in that situation, like, I don't know, it, the, the isolation thing, like music is the wrong, it's always the wrong play. Right. You know what I'm saying? When it's supposed to be somebody who's alone and scared and like in a dire situation, like this should, there doesn't need to be music. Right, I, I'm I'm in 100 percent agreement with you. Um, did you have any favorite like uh, prosthetic effects, like anything in particular? That's what I wanted to ask you. They were all really it's hard to pick, good. right? Yeah. Um, did this movie mm. inspire the thing at all in terms of practical effects? Because huh. a, a lot of it looks very similar. Similar. I know the thing came I could out. See that it came out the following the year. The following year. But he filmed it in a really short time, right? The thing? He filmed he? it in a short time. 
So maybe not, because they were probably filming around the same possible. time. Maybe he made like tiny adjustments based maybe. upon that, possibly. Uh, and, but, the o- mm. and the only reason I say that, because there's one very specific part where the demons or deadites, they're melting away, yeah, yeah. which is filmed in stop motion, which is pretty sick. Right. I, I, I think I picked up on that when uh, whoever it was was falling over. Right. That looked the most... The rest of it didn't really look like No, that. it didn't. I, it looked like real time. Yeah, yeah. But there's one part where like a hand bursts out of yeah, yeah, the bodies. Yeah. And oh. that kind of reminded me of like oh, what the, happens in the I thing. See yeah, what you're saying. Bro. Very similar practical effects. I never thought effects. about that. So maybe That's interesting. Okay. Maybe maybe not. But I mean, dude, all the practical effects were amazing. And probably one in particular that I really liked oh, yeah, was when Scott was chopping up the body. Oh yes, dude, you took the words right out of my mouth. Just. It looks so fucking real, man. I know. And then her arm is just yeah, jumping. Like, yeah. Oh, dude. That was great, man. Even when, um, I forget who it is, but they're chewing off their own arm. Yeah, Shelly. Shelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Brutal. It looks so real. And she falls. Yo, how, you know, that's one of those moments where, like, when she's, uh, after he stabs her with the dagger, that's, like, comedic bro she's going on for so long ah, yeah like mad long i was like yo is this ever gonna end man? Like, yeah and and stuff like that seems a little more like outdated to like yeah. the over exaggeration right like it seemed like i don't know it was just it was weird to to watch it man yeah you know? but um do you have a favorite shot or scene oh i'm gonna go ahead and say probably the scene where Oh my god, I'm trying to think. Oh, when Ash is taking uh, Cheryl, he's like, "All right, I'll take you to town, whatever." And then they're leaving, and the three of them are standing in the doorway, and they're like, the lights coming out of the cabin. Mm. That was pretty dope. I oh, thought. That's it. Yeah. Or or also like tied for that is when uh, she's like freaking out because the bridge is fucked up and the car headlights are like above them, but it looks like two eyes. Yeah. Pretty sick. Oh wow, that's yeah, that is pretty. Right. Sick. I forgot about that, dude amazing shot man what about you mine is actually more more silly i like the scene where ash is down in the basement and the demons are like we're gonna get oh, you yeah. we're gonna get you and ash is just like shut up linda yeah 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 that's <laughs> that's that uh classic man just so good classic. it's like the start of the one-liners dude um you know and i was uh, one more thing about the prosthetics i think cheryl despite having the least amount of like wounds for her prosthetics, I feel compared to Shelly and, and Linda, mm-hmm. uh, I think looked the best. Like when she turned around the first time initially, maybe it was just the shock factor when she's reading off the cards. But, but she's I like, thought she looked incredible, man. Like really, really good. I was like, whoa! Even for 1981, like watching it now, I was like, and then she wow. just gets like lifted off the ground. Yo, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Why did Shelly lie to Linda about getting the cards right? That's what I want to know. Why would you do that? I don't know. Just be honest with her. Yeah, that's right. Tell her she got it wrong. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> but I, I do love that, though, man, how they uh, first introduced the first Deadite. Like when uh, she's just like, four of hearts. And yeah. She, but she doesn't say it in like full-blown Deadite voice at first. She's like fucking with them. Yeah, exactly. And the whole time, time. The whole like, time the Deadites are just like messing with them. Terrifying. And I love it. Oh, my it. God. I love it so much. 
yeah, that might be one of the best. Uh, I'll call it creature because that's all I think I can think of. Um, inter introductions, maybe ever. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. Yeah, cool, man. yeah. You know, uh, it's hard to get better than that. I feel like. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else could be said, bro. <laughs> this shit is uh, it's it's up there. Yeah, you know? like we could talk about the plot, but I don't. We kind of already did. There's not really. A need. It's a very simple plot. It's it's very very straightforward. People play tape. Tape raises ancient demons. Ancient demons possess living. Living gets killed by possessed demons. Exactly. Or possessed living. That's pretty good. All right, pretty good. Right. That's pretty good. And that sounds like a Jeopardy question. Like, <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, I'm excited to get into the second one because I don't remember how. It, this leads into that. I don't remember. Same. Do not remember. I know the beginning. I know how it starts, but I mean, I forget so much more. Oh, yeah. After. I feel like a lot more happens. Like, I remember how it ends. Yeah. I remember yeah, how Yeah, I remember how it starts. I remember how it ends. The The middle is... <sighs> foggy. Foggy. Yeah, because like even at the end of this one, like the way they end it, it implies that, you know, Ash is done. Right. Right, because in the... I mean, we could just talk about it. In the final yeah. shot... Ash manages, well, he manages to destroy the demon, so we think, but in the final shot, the demon rushes up on Ash, um, and he lets out one final scream before the movie ends. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what's going to happen? Right. That's what's what I'm saying. Gonna happen? Because it's been years since I've seen Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Years. I don't remember. How old were you when you first saw the Evil Dead, Like, and then Evil Dead 2? The first one, I was probably like... When did uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller come out? Like eighty seven. weren't you? Oh, okay. Were we even born yet? I don't know. I okay. Well, the music video was on TV. I remember. Okay. So ninety six, maybe. That's my guess. I'm gonna say I was like seven. Yeah, seven or eight. When you first saw The Evil Dead. Yeah, not in its entirety right away because I was too scared. But of course, uh, like I, it was on the TV, and I saw the scene where she turned around, Cheryl. I remember being horrified. Yeah, I don't ran blame to my you. room. I was terrified, obviously. And then I think like a few weeks later, maybe like a month later, it was on again. And I, for some reason, I don't know, something in my brain clicked, and I was just like, okay, and I just watched <laughs> it it's like a fucking psycho. I didn't see The Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two until I was older, like. Yeah. Probably like honestly, eighteen or nineteen. Wow! Surprisingly, yeah. But I saw Arm. Okay. I saw Army of Darkness many times when I was younger. <laughs> that was in yeah. props to my dad, of course, because he always had a always had the sci-fi. That's channel a good playing. one for uh, younger. It is. Kid, I feel like. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. more lighthearted. It's more like a actiony kind of. Yeah. Um, and maybe a little more campy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh yeah, man. I mean, I think. Before that, though, I saw Terminator earlier than that. The, which was really? pretty gruesome, yeah. Terminator. See, I saw um, Judgment Day first. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little squeaky boy. <laughs> Dude, it's weird Edward thinking Furlong. back. Like, at some point, somebody, somebody somewhere shows you something movie-wise, and then all of a sudden, you're into that genre. Like, yeah. it's weird. Because there's people out there that don't like horror movies at all. True. It's weird. Very strange. It's very weird that people don't like horror movies. Right? I don't get it. Like, what's better than watching stuff that's 
scary. I don't understand. Right? Don't you want to feel something? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know, but I guess people get their feels from watching like uh, a romantic film. Like oh, I can't God. stand romantic films. So maybe, maybe that's... I mean, I love me some drama films, man. Oh, drama's sure. different. Right. But like, I don't need to see like... I don't know. I can't even fucking think of them. <laughs> what are some good ones? Uh, like drama movies? Yeah, no, romantic. Like oh, strictly uh, romantic. Save the Last Dance? Oh, that's a great one, though. I know. That's but... great. We well, you know, no, no. We need more romance. <laughs> All right. Um, more romance. I can't think. Um, damn. What's dude. the one with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock when they're like lake leaving house? the lake house? Like oh, that. I saw that in theaters, dude. <laughs> Yeah. What a poll, too, by the way. Good poll. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Great movie. Great movie. (laughs) No, but, um, yeah, I I mean, there's a time and a place, man, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, like, if I'm going to watch a movie, I want to get the most out of my time, and horror does that. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Uh, Yeah, dude. I mean, so you just really need to watch Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. And The Evil Dead Rise. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, Doctor Strange is it's interesting, man. Watching Rami make that kind of movie, you know. Right, right. I mean, it's he did Spider Man, but you're saying this is different though. Like, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like, Spider Man didn't really have horror. This has like horror elements, hardcore. Wow. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so, then I guess that has to be something I watch very soon. Like, it's not for the it's not for the kiddies. Really? I don't think. Yeah, there's a couple of scenes in there where I'm like, yeah. is it rated R? I don't believe so. He pushed it really hard. For PG-13, yeah, wow. pushed the envelope really hard, I think. Does but, Campbell uh, make an appearance? I don't remember. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, shit, I might watch that again uh, soon, man. Yeah? You know? All right. Can't tonight. Uh, basketball. Basketball, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. So what are we thinking? We want to give some final thoughts. Yeah, I'll let you uh, take the lead on this one. Okay. Um, you know. So um, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, among other people. <laughs> that should not be named. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, you're talking about the spawning and birth of, uh, I mean, what we have said many times off air, I think, is maybe the most consistent horror franchise ever. Probably. Yeah, I would say so. Um, even the newest I- I- entry, I think you will find, is very good. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking 1981. Yeah, there was some stuff out. But each of those movies, like, subsequently released, before, or not subsequently, previously released before Evil Dead, including Halloween, um, they all did things very well, certain things, but there's also things they did not do well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Like, Exorcist, yeah, sure, it had great practical effects, but I don't know. There's something about this it's like easier to uh to appreciate in the sense that it's more it feels more real more grounded than the exorcist mm-hmm. uh in terms of uh practical effects mm-hmm. and um yeah bruce campbell did a bang up job acting man i think uh for somebody who was literally no one Fuck and yeah. uh yeah i mean you know like we said the music is a little whatever but you can live with that pretty mm-hmm. easily and yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm right in line with Rotten Tomatoes on this one. 88, 85, 8.5. We are tied. Are we? Yep. Fuck. Okay. 8.5 out of 10. We hang out too much. I know. Even though we only hang out once every three weeks. I know. This is upsetting. 
Yeah, I know. So what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with all that was said and <laughs> has been said and may <laughs> be said in the future. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's, a, it's a perfect culmination of low budget, um, but it's also technically advanced and it's extremely creative. I think the practical effects were top notch and the commitment that Raimi and Campbell had to get this thing done only adds to my score um, and my appreciation for the film. And I mean, shit, if we didn't have this film, there might be a lot of, there would be a lot of other great films that would have never happened. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, while it's not perfect, it is the stepping stone and you have to appreciate that it's the foundation for all the other movies to follow absolutely so it it holds a very special place in in my heart god (laughs) i was wondering how you're gonna finish that sentence in my back pocket by the way this is really random but i did not remember or realize that cheryl was ash's sister i did know that only like the longest time i like it just went over my head really yeah and then she was like Ashley, like, yes, always calling for him. I'm like, that must be his, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just didn't, this is one of those things I just didn't think of, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, 8.5 out of 10. I'm right there with you. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, it's one of the few films where the sequel <laughs> will get a higher rating from me. Oh, bro, yes, listen. I don't want to say too much, but yeah. I, as much as I can't remember, I remember more of the first one than the second one, but I know the second one is light years ahead of the first one. Yep. Much better Spot movie. on. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, and I know it's, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. And this one may take a little longer for us to record because if, as previously discussed, if I'm not mistaken, we were talking about trying to watch it together, right? Yes. And jumping right in yeah. afterwards. Okay. Uh, we'll probably have to do it at my house, though, because your TV is no good. What do you mean? You know what I mean. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Come on, man. Uh, how big is it? How big is it? Yeah. It's not on air, Steve. Come how on. big is it? <laughs> Six, Like 65 inch. Oh, okay. Which one? Did you think I was talking about that one out there? Yeah. No. That's you have the, two? That's a, yeah, I have a living room. Oh, okay. Room. Then we can watch it here. Yeah. Oh, but Provided maybe, that we're still recording here. Maybe it's best we go to your house okay. and watch. Yeah. It's okay. I don't mind taking the trip. You've been... Very Came out here in a thunderstorm. Gracious, yeah. <laughs> You're soaked right now. Uh, yeah, literally. Um, so I'll read the thingy. Yeah, read the okay. thingy. <laughs> uh, the sequel to the ultimate experience in grueling terror. Ash Williams and his girlfriend Linda find a log cabin in the woods with a voice recording from an archaeologist who had recorded himself reciting ancient chants from the Book of the Dead. As they play the recording, an evil power is unleashed, taking over Linda's body. 1987, Sam Raimi, Evil Dead 2. And in some cases, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Sometimes they put that there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I think... Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. This has been a... This has been another episode of... Just oh, God. Yeah, man. Um, you know, you guys know the deal. By now, uh, if you listen to this show, that's awesome. We really love you so much. 
And if you don't, we hate you. Yeah. And you'll never know because you don't listen. Exactly. So, uh, so no harm, no foul. That's it. And, uh, you know, there's Instagram, which I literally never check. But please, <laughs> you know, follow us on there. Shoot us some likes on the podcast repositories like Apple. Apple. Spotify. Yeah. That's pretty much all anybody That's uses. It. And Anchor, I guess. Too. Anchor? No one uses Anchor. Nobody uses Oh, Spotify. For podcasters, excuse me, it's not Anchor anymore. Oh, true. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, but, you know, we're on social media. Do you guys, I mean, it's 2023. You know how to use the internet. You can figure it out. I hope so by now. Or we're <laughs> yeah. in trouble. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. All right. Well. Say the thing. Stay groovy, everyone. I'll see you later, Threadheads. <laughs>